What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Co-op Couch. I'm here with Anthony, as always. And today we're talking to you about something that uh, you guys may or may not have had a thought on before. Um, why do we always need to put out a new sequel in a game series? So, for instance, we had Halo. We're now on Halo Infinite, which is the, what, the seventh or eighth iteration of the Something Halo like franchise. That. Uh, we had Gears come out way back when. We're on now Halo. Uh, uh, Halo. We're now on Gears Five, what just came out a couple years ago. And how about every year we get a new Assassin's Creed game? And and, and just to be clear, we we don't want to talk about like the Call of Duties, right? Like the Call of Duty games. Yeah, or, it doesn't count. Yeah, or or um MOBAs or MMOs or any of those games. Like we're talking about like the story driven arcs here, right? Call of Duties, yes, they have a story. Does people, do people play them for the story? No, nobody gives a fuck about the story for Call of Duty. Um, it's usually like a 10-hour campaign. That's it. But uh, Halo, Halo, we had Halo 1, 2, 3. We had Reach. Even ODST was a thing. And in our opinion, Halo could have stopped right there and would have been fine. Should have stopped there and would have been fine, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I I mean, like, I'm not going to say, like, putting Halo 4, well, actually, Halo 4 was mediocre. Halo 5 was ass. <laughs> Look, it, the reality is, I'm not saying that any of these games are bad. Uh, I, ju- I just, I don't understand why we need, so to give you guys some, some concept, uh, some background here of why I, I wanted to do this episode particularly. Talking about Assassin's Creed, okay? I don't know if you guys realize this because I didn't realize this until I brought up Wikipedia. There's been an Assassin's game released every year since the first one in 2007. That's 13 years in a row of Assassin's Creed. I didn't realize that. That's a lot of fucking Assassin's Creed, dude. Like, are they even... Uh, I don't know. I, I, think it's, I think it's just milking for money. You're greedy. You're you're greedy and lazy at that point, and I don't I don't know. We kind of briefly talked about whether or not it's fear of complacency, but to me, that's lazy. Yeah, I think some of it boils down to um, they know these titles will sell, right? They know if they put out an Assassin's Creed game, it's gonna get money. They know if they put out a Halo game, it's gonna get money. Gears Gears, I'm a little on the fence with. I don't know how that franchise is doing anymore, but at least for Assassin's Creed and Halo, I feel like they put that title out, they're gonna make money on it. But I'm also sitting here saying we don't think that way about Elder Scrolls. We don't think that way about Fallout. And here's Bethesda. They're putting out a new IP. You know, like Bethesda being the big AAA company that we know it to be will put out Starfield and they're not worried about it. They're not worried about a new IP tanking. Where are the other companies putting out new IPs? Like, I think we're both say I think we're both in agreement when we say Yes, we guys know you want to make money, but also, where's the, where's the, what's the word, ingenuity? Like, where's yeah. the creative, where's the creative effort to, like, instead of pulling out, like, Halo, you guys ended a story arc, a story arc at three, and then started a new one at four when you gave it over to 343. You guys could have just stopped at three, and we would have been, I, I would have been completely okay. You ended a story arc, everything was good. And and we had we had closure, right? Yeah. And then you guys felt the need to start it back up. And four and five, arguably, 
were not that good. And now we're coming out with Infinite. I guess we're starting a new story arc. You know? The Assassin's Creed games are all over the place. All uh, over the place. All over the place. I mean, they could have ended at the Desmond line. Should have. Again, should have. <laughs> but I, I honestly feel like the majority of this comes down to um, they're afraid. I think, I think a lot of them are afraid. Well, so, so my biggest thing is, is this, right? Um, I'll, I'll just be straight up and just say I, I have not played any of... So Halo, I haven't played after 3. Assassin's Creed, I haven't played after Black Flag. Gears, I haven't played after... But actually, I don't even remember if I played 3 for Gears. I might have stopped at 2. But my, my point is this, right? You get someone like me who I don't even want to play them anymore because I know they're just milking it. How good can they really be if they're just milking it? Because when you, when you, it's like, it's like the term beating a dead horse, right? It gets stale. It gets redundant. It, it, it effort inevitably drops because how much more can you possibly do with the same thing over and over? And again, I don't want to say they're bad, especially if I've never played them. They very well could be. I heard phenomenal things about Gears 5. I know the last few Assassin's Creeds have been, um, you know, highly, highly rated. I know pretty much everyone I talked to loved Odyssey, but I'm not interested because in the back of my mind, I want to know what type of game for me as a gamer, someone who loves video games, appreciates what they are, loves seeing what the devs can do. I want to know what we're missing out on because they're making these games. How many ideas have hit the waste bin or at least put on the back burner because these devs don't want to execute them? Oh, well, why make this new concept when we could just make Halo 30? You know, it's 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 an easy cop out because, like we said, they know you're going to buy it. And and again, if they're good and, and you like them, that's OK. But if they had never made four or five as far as Halo goes, right, they had never made four or five as far as gear goes, you wouldn't be able to make that argument. The only reason you can make the argument for four and five is because they exist and because you've played them. If you know, if the you I'm speaking of is targeted to someone that has, but if those games didn't exist and, and they had stopped it, like with Halo, they had stopped on their, or their, their story arc and they had gone and they made something else. What if that was an awesome title? What if we'd be sitting here talking about that game right now? You know? And I, I I feel like it's not just a naming thing. It's a concept thing. You, you could take a halo clone, right? Make it very similar. If that's what you want to do, instead of making halo four, make a game that's similar, give it some differences, call it something else. And then you end up with destiny fucking like, you know what I mean? They exist already. We've seen other better concepts. I want to know what we're missing because of this. On the flip side, these titles sell astronomically well. Like Assassin's Creed Valhalla just came out and people, I mean, people are loving it, right? And I've heard nothing but good things about it. I've heard nothing but good things about Odyssey. Like people are buying these games, right? So if people are buying them, like there's obviously an interest in the franchise, in what they're doing. Should the dev just say, you know what, we've done this enough, even though you guys want more, we need to stop. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think what bothers me personally is the fact that 
I don't, I don't mind it when it's different. Like, for example, I'm wondering how many people are sitting back right now being like, uh, Luxon, you're literally playing through 24 Final Fantasies and excited for the 16th main title. How is that not relevant? Well, because they're only the same in name. Every single one is a different game. And so, like, you brought up Skyrim, right? Well, why, why, you know, Skyrim, Fallout, or Elder Scrolls and Fallout, and, like, why don't we feel that way with those games? Well, because it's the same setting. It's the same type of play but it's it's not a story arc. I, I'm not necessarily talking about burying the games. I'm talking about letting the stories rest. Like Halo had a phenomenal story and you ended it and I'm kind of contradicting myself in that they started a new story, but it, it felt like a reach. It felt like a reach. It felt like they they knew they would get money for it, so they forced another story to happen, if that makes sense. Whereas... With the Assassin Creeds, everyone for the last how many years has has been a different story, different setting. Um, but they had a story, they had a character, they had a setting. It was all the shit with Desmond, and they fucked it off. And it's like, well, you you could have you could have just never had that, or you could have let it rest. Give it a give it a nice final ending statement. That last bullet point. Let it be good. Let people talk about it for years. Give it its, you know, give it its its uh, nostalgia factor that like that that wow factor that makes me want to go back and play it some years later, whatever, and then just let it die. Well, I think um, with Halo, I think a big part of it too was the fact that the change developed. Like Bungie, Bungie left, right? So Bungie did Halo uh, one, two, three reach and uh odst and then they were like bungie said we are done with this franchise right but i think they were like you know what we're gonna go work on destiny which is cool whatever they can make we can work on destiny but 343 was like no we we can make we can make more stories i wonder if it would have changed our thought process on it as any if bungie had made halo 4 or 5 you know like I almost wonder in in this specific situation, I almost wonder if, um, if we would have a different mindset on it had it come from Bungie and not a different. I I wouldn't, only because I I know that like I've had this thought process on things like this for years, even when it comes to movies. You know, I I like when things have a nice ending. I don't I don't think anything needs. And I've never thought anything needs fucking four, five, seven sequels. Like, if it, it, I, I like trilogies, I like trilogies. If it's if it's gonna be something that gets a sequel, give it two sequels, call it a trilogy, and end it there. And I don't know if I don't know if that's just some weird ass OCD shit. I don't know. But like, once you go beyond three, I just I really do. I feel like it's gr- it's just greedy. I feel like you're not doing it because you appreciate your story or your fan base. You're doing it because you know it'll sell. And it's it's almost inevitably not going to be as good. Opinion. But yeah. I think actually on on the game side of of the I love trilogies thing, because I'm with you, right? I'm with you hundred percent on that. Like trilogies to me, like as much as the Matrix trilogy fucking sucked. I mean, <laughs> Matrix one was great, and then two and three were like Right? And they're giving you another one. So there you go. Like, 
honestly, I think it's a, I think it's a men- mental thing, right? Because if you go back to the original like NES games, right? How many hits did a boss take to kill? Three. How many lives did you have? Three. Like, like three has been a redundant thing in gaming for an extended period of time, right? Super Usually Mario Bros. Three. One, two, and three. Right. Exactly. Right. And, and so three has been a prominent figure. And so I feel like it's almost a psychological thing that we like, we like the number three in, in, our, in our games, right? And I think, but, you know, that's just a little side note. Um, I think, personally, with the Assassin's because I know, I know the Assassin's Creed franchise has been all over the place. And I know you feel very um, angry about it, if you will. Maybe that's not the right term. But I feel you, angry about a lot of things. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, right? Here, here's what if, what if? So what if we had Assassin's Creed, you know, with the Desmond line, right? I think that was up to like what four? Yeah, some like I think. Yeah, I think it was up to Black Flag, Flag, right? And then they they stopped Assassin's Creed for like four or five years, right? And then they put out a new story. Like, they had that break in there, right? And then they put out another Assassin's Creed game, but they started it with, um, what's his face? Um, the, the other guy who, who came in after Desmond. I, don't, I haven't played the Assassin's Creed games in years, right? But if they started it fresh again with the same title, but they had that break in between to kind of solidify that that was the end of an era, right? I almost feel like that would have been, like, it's the same, but it's not. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, see, and i i would have I would have preferred that they did what they intended to do with this story, which was originally there were talks that you know, eventually you were going to get to a modern day game and you were going to play as Desmond and you were going to be running through you know big skyscraper cities and fucking. Uh, I think they had even dabbled in the idea of like the the you know 2012 the Mayan calendar end of the year shit. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was supposed to come into play. And I can't help but feel like they fucked off that story because they wanted to make more. And and I I know it's just a game uh, title, and maybe this doesn't maybe this doesn't fix anything. Maybe it's just me being weird. But like you jokingly said, like Valhalla just came out, you know, instead of Assassin's Creed, Vikings Creed, ha ha ha. Like that might be a, a free little giggle, but at the same time that might have worked you know give them different subcategories give them different classifications i i personally am not a huge fan of the assassin's creed games anymore because i feel like they took away all the aspects of what make you an assassin again personal opinion um i miss the giant red square that said hey motherfucker don't get caught or you're fucked um versus the i'm always in head-on fucking hand-to-hand combat which like is still really cool and it plays really well the animations are great it's they're all really good looking games i'm not denying any of that i just i feel like assassin's creed lost what it used to be therefore they're not appealing to me anymore and i feel like it would have been great if they had just you get to black flag you end the story with desmond and come back and make a new game it could be it could be incredibly similar and people would recognize it as similar because you are you know ubi but like but have it be a different game make something new your devs are capable of doing that and who knows how many ideas they maybe had for that right i i just i feel like i would have been 
personally, I would have been more impressed with that than fucking 13 Assassin's Creed's. Yeah, I mean, I guess when it comes down to it, you know, there's really no difference between releasing, you know, 13 Assassin's Creed's one one every year or or um um you know, 13 spread over the course of the next, you know, however many years, right? But I think I think w- what your point is is there we we released one every year, right? They're they're not the same as they were, and I feel like they kind of you feel like they kind of lost their way, right? Yeah, like they were about like I remember playing Assassin's Creed One, and they were about getting the intel, getting your mark, figuring out your mark, and then going on and 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 killing them, right? And that was cool. And now it it, it kind of doesn't feel like it's that same premise. And as someone who loves stealth stealth games. I, I know you said you're you're a big assassin slash rogue player, right? So so if somebody comes and looks at the title Assassin's Creed, right? You want that stealth. You want that don't get caught or you're gonna die kind of kind of you know punishment, right? It's all right. about the stealth. And that's super fucking cool. But well, when you go into Assassin's Creed, you know, seven, I don't I don't know. I'm just throwing out a number. Yeah. And yeah. it's not that stealthy aspect anymore or maybe it's there but it's not the forefront anymore you kind of feel a little betrayed right yeah it's it's not it's not the same um what's the word i'm looking for it it doesn't have the same draw because you're not using the same play style from what i've seen of the new games because again to be absolutely 100 fair i have not i stopped playing them I lost interest, but from what I've seen, all of the combat is rush head on and fight five dudes at once. And like, yes, the original games had that as well. I could literally in the first game ride through a bunch of Templars on a horse and piss them off and then jump off and fight them all. Um, but, but the, in the story, when you got your target, it was like you said, you know, you had, you had to get in, kill them, get out and you didn't want to be seen and you had to get intel on where they would be at what time and where they would run away. And like, I, I don't, I don't see that anymore in the new ones and assassin by definition, I, I went as far as to look this up to make my point. That's how ridiculous I am. An assassin by definition is a murderer of an important person in a surprise attack for political or religious reasons. The surprise is gone. I'm I'm literally a bar. It's barbarians creed. I fucking I yarg the fuck out and then I run in and I fucking smack shit. And again, not that that's a bad game, not that it's not cool, but like I miss I miss the game forcing me, telling me, hey, find a way to get into this terrible area full of of Templars, find your target, get to him before he escapes, and if you get seen, he'll escape. Like I, I I like that tactical fucking sneaky shit. That's why I love the Splinter Cells. You know, oh, I love yeah. the don't get caught games. And even Splinter Cell, we have seven, you know, like what seven different Splinter Cell games, right? God, but is it that many? I think it. I think it's like seven. I only, have, there's a lot of Splinter Cell games. I know. Well, I know. I know there's like five for sure, four or five for sure. Um, and I stopped playing them. Tell you in a second. Chaos Theory um, was the best one, hands down. Don't at me. Splinter Cell, Chaos Theory, Double Agent, Conviction, Blacklist. So that's five. Cool. 
Um, but with Splinter Cell too, it's the same thing. Like we were saying with 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 Elder Scrolls and Fallout, right? It's it's as you would say, different but same same, right? Yeah, different but it's, same same. The it's, same. It's the same setting, but it's a different story, different game every time. Yeah, it's always Sam Fisher and his crew, and they have to go take down some government fucking bullshit, or you know, anti-government bullshit, terrorist, whatever. Down with the man. Yeah, but it's always it's always it's not a same story. Like, yes, there might be underlying ways to you know through the story, but they're all different and they you could you could put out i think that's a a main factor here right you could put out a singular game and it could be a standalone story i think that's a good way to put it right yeah you can you can put out a game a splinter cell game and it's it's its own splinter cell game yeah and there's nothing wrong with having three of those right like we said a trilogy the number three Right. But when you start to push it to four to five, like you said, you start losing your you start losing your effort into it. Right. You start we see it with everything. Everything after three sucks. You know, you start losing that 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 draw, that real oomph in it. And, and yeah. it is people do get a little lazy. And I think most of it is to do with. Like a, they're a little scared because it takes a lot of money. It takes a lot of time to make these games. And if you put all that time and money into making a game and it flops, well, now you're down, right? But I would like to see more risks, right? I'd like to see more right. risks. How cool would it be? I just mentioned this in Major Pest's episode, uh, uh, like two episodes back, right? Uh, the Xbox, the new Xbox Series X came out, S and X, and the new PlayStation 5 came out, right? But we had no big flagship titles for these games. And I mentioned yeah. in Major Pest's episode that I believe that this is a setup year for them, right? This year wasn't, this generation, rather, wasn't meant for really pushing anything because we are kind of getting to that point where the next jump, like we said, from, like, from 2D to 3D, th- there is no big jump anymore, right? Like, we have VR, and that was mentioned. But anyway, if you want more information on that, go back and listen to that episode. Um, but how cool would it have been if like Ubisoft or or 343 or I don't know who makes uh, Gears of War, um, if they came out and were like, here's Gears of War game, right? Or or here's a new game. It's set in the same, but it's different. It's like, so what if we took, you know, Assassin's Creed, right? But it wasn't Assassin's Creed. It was set in the Assassin's Creed area or the Assassin's Creed world. But now it's it's something different, right? Like maybe it's not assassins versus Templars. It's you know you're doing something else in the background, and you could hear lore like, oh yeah, did you hear about this fucking Ezio guy, right? And you so you get the lore in the back, but it's different, and that would have jump started something brand new, right? Or better yet, just release a new fucking AAA title from the creators of Assassin's Creed, from the creators of Halo, you know, yeah. See, to ship and- these titles, to ship these consoles. You talk about risk, and it's like, um, you, by the way, I didn't want to interrupt you. Gears of War is an Epic's game. In Epic's? A- epic. It, it's an Epic game. I'm sorry. It's oh, it's made an by Epic, epic. game. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. cool. Um, but yeah, you, you, Halo, the the first Halo, the first Gears, the first Assassin's Creed, at one point, were new. They had to be risks that were taken. They were new games that they that they put out, whatever. Maybe the fear wasn't as prominent, or maybe it was. 
maybe maybe the the complacency was or wasn't i don't know but like what's the difference from then and now other than the fact that these exist and they know they can make money off it that's why i think it's laziness that's why i think it's greed because they've been through this before when all of these games were new and again i want to see what they can do even with similar concepts let, let, let's talk about this everyone knows how i feel about destiny 2 i can i easy but but the first destiny i loved the first destiny okay and the reality is the first destiny is just another halo let's be real like the the fucking the the sparrow is the ghost the guardians are fucking rip off master chiefs the weapons are similar the fucking the the enemies are similar the world and story plot are similar like it's basically a halo clone made by the same company so it's not surprising but they both did really fucking well because even though it's basically a halo clone it was its own game it was it was different in a lot of ways like the fact that it's an rpg and you can equip shit right gather up gear scores um even though it was a clone it was new and it was fresh that's why i'm like that's why i'm like i don't give a fuck if if ubi comes out and they make a rip off assassin's creed because they're sick of assassin's creed but they don't want to forfeit the idea because they know it makes them money like i want to i want to see what it is i want to see it i want to know what it is i want to know how it works and I'm blown away. One one thing I took note of, you mentioned the episode you did with Major. You mentioned there's no flagship games. Could you imagine how big this new gen release would have been if there was a new title to get hyped over? I mean, yeah, we got things like Cyberpunk. I, imagine what that release would have been. The the launch of the PS5, the launch, the launch of the Xbox trash can, whatever it's called. Like <laughs> you could it's the you bridge, could, by the way. Thank you very much um well i'd it's see Xbox fridge i don't okay. believe that because i like fridges and i don't like anyway um so so uh, you get to your point in a second but they actually made an x fridge yeah i saw X that fridge which is the meme low-key i kind of wanted it, it <laughs> because I, would. I don't like i it's don't right. like you're just too busy sucking sony's dick it's okay i but at least i'm honest about it though I I am I am definitely on the Sony side of the battlefield. That is for sure. Um, but no, I just listen. Like here, here, back in the day, back in the day, in in the days of old, we used to get a new generation of consoles coming out. Right, we got the Xbox 360. I distinctly remember getting my Xbox 360 on Christmas Day and getting Gears One. Right, and I was blown away. And that game was amazing. It was a new title. The combat was fresh. Uh, you know, you had cover fire. You had active reload. All new mechanics that were coming, right? And then we got the Xbox One. And we had another Gears title to launch with the Xbox One. We didn't have that with this franchise. It was lacking something, right? It was lacking a new series to kickstart this console off. And I do agree. I think this generation... I wasn't very hyped. Like, yes, I was hyped for the PS5. I was hyped for the Xbox because it's new technology coming out, but not in the sense that I was like, holy shit. Like, okay, even better, Horizon Zero Dawn was a game that literally made me go, I want a PlayStation for this game. Where is that anymore? We don't have that because it's always, yeah, the new Assassin's Creed 
or yeah, the new Halo. Like, let's get something new and exciting and fresh in there. Right. You know, and 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 see, and that's my point. Even if hypothetically, let's say Halo Infinite was done in time for the Xbox launch, it still wouldn't have been nearly as exciting. Even even for the people that like it and even for the people that are hyped about it, you cannot tell me that someone would be nearly as excited for the new Xbox with Halo Infinite as they were the 360 with Halo. Or uh, with, um, I'm sorry, the Xbox with Halo. No, I agree. Well, these were, all, and that's my point, right? We had all this hype and excitement around new things at one point right like yes it's cool to say the new halo is out the new gear is out the new assassin's creed is out new splinter cell what have you it's cool to have that and it's cool to have titles that are comforting right they're 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 franchises that we know and we love and we can get behind because we feel good in them right but at some point and maybe they're doing this behind the scenes and we don't know you know right like maybe there's stuff going on back but at some point, I would love to see these developers go and do something new and exciting and give us that. We need, I, I almost feel like we need, we need refreshment. Like these are yeah. kind of getting a little stale. Like we know the stories. Halo could have ended at three. Sure. Was it cool to have four and five and now infinite? Sure. I guess it's a whole new story. It's a whole new arc. Gears, same same thing. In Gears 3, they end up killing the Locust. And then in Gears 4, they're like, surprise, motherfuckers. Like. It's a cop-out. It, like, we could have ended at 3, and you could have given us something different. Like, and I'll use it again, like you said. Different, but same, same. Right? Yeah. Like, like, I and I said this when I saw Gears. I wanted to see a Gears franchise, but from the beginning. Right? I wanted to see, because they always talk about Emergence Day. In the game, in the Gears franchise, if you knew, I don't know if you know or not. It's been a while, but yeah, they're talking about emergency days when the locusts broke from the ground, they emerged from the ground, and that's right. what started the war, right? I want to go back to like the day that that happened and the war that started on that day, you know. And I didn't see any of that, and it's been a while since I played Gears, and maybe I missed out on it, but I thought that would have been would have been awesome, right? Yeah, we need that refreshment. I think I think it's about time. That Assassin's Creed, I, I don't want another Halo. I didn't want a Halo after Halo 3. I was cool with it. Oh, well, I guess I didn't want a Halo after Reach. I was cool with it. Because um, Reach is probably my favorite Halo game. Um, I would have loved Gears to stop at 3. It was the end of an arc. It was perfect. I thought it was fine. And I loved the Gears franchise. 3 was a little lacking, as most tr ends of trilogies are. Um, and Assassin's Creed has been kind of all over the place. Like, at some point, we need to put these to rest so we can get a refreshment. And I think we're coming to that era where it's time for refreshment. It's time. And I don't feel like we're the only people who think this way. I definitely know we're not the only way people who think this way about Assassin's Creed. Um, yeah, I, I, it's, it's interesting to me to sit here and think about what could even be of like, like what makes a flagship game. You know what I mean? So, so for example, um cyberpunk is coming out but it's not exclusive to either right so so first things first for either to have a flagship it's got to be an exclusive right you can't play halo on the playstation i think flagship is is not necessarily a uh defined term i think it's more generic meaning like 
like yes, flagship would mean like yes, it's exclusive, right? But I think what it what we what I really care, I don't care if it's cross platform. I think it's something that really drives you to want to get that console, right? But but it wouldn't help you. Yes and no, because if if I'm so like if I'm looking at Cyberpunk, right? I don't look at Cyberpunk and go, man. I really need to get a PlayStation so I can play this. I can play it on any console, right? It, it, it's not, that game is not helping me say yeah. I need a PlayStation 5 if I already wanted a PlayStation 5 over an Xbox because I'm on fucking Sony's dick. <laughs> I, I'm going to already know that and then say with that, I want Cyberpunk and now I'm excited about the game, not the console. Whereas with the Xbox, you see Halo, you see Gears, and you go, man, I need an Xbox. That's, yeah. that's the thing. And so I'm, I'm sitting here, and I'm like, what even is it? When was the last time we had a flagship? When was the last time we felt that? Because I just I, I don't see it the same way. Even like you mentioned um, uh, Horizon, right? And, and that made you want a PlayStation 4. In my eyes, that still is not nearly as big as Halo or Gears. Granted, I didn't play Horizon, so maybe it was that goddamn good. But I just I didn't get the same level of hype. And so I'm sitting here and I'm looking at these new consoles and I'm going, what could have been the flagship? Because because even like for me to be literally drooling over Final Fantasy 16, the reality is it's not going to be a flagship for the PlayStation because it's the 16th one. As much as I love Final Fantasies, I could use the same argument against myself. Well, I think I think that's why, like, maybe you didn't get that wow factor from Horizon, but I think that's what really sells it, you know? It's that new, and I, and I agree with you, you're right, it does have to sell. It does have to be exclusive to a console, otherwise it doesn't drive you to get to that console, right? Um, but I think it's those, those games that are, they're fresh, they're new, they're exciting because they're fresh and new, right? And that's what drives that hype. Horizon Zero Dawn wasn't, it's not Horizon Zero Dawn 6, it's Horizon Zero Dawn. It's the first one, and it's right. fresh and new, and I think that's what we had back when we, and probably some of this is nostalgia, right? Um, but we had that with Halo on the, the original Xbox. We had that with Gears on the 360. You know, we even had that with Assassin's Creed at some point. Uh, you know, some, something like 13 years ago. Right. It's it's that new and exciting taste of a new world of a new series, but they've dragged on for too long. See, and now this is my point. Drop the word flagship, right? Everything you just described, without the definition of a flagship title, we don't have one of those right now. Both new generation consoles, correct me if I'm wrong, maybe I missed an announcement, but both new gen consoles are officially out. As, yeah. of, as of this recording, I can go buy a PlayStation 5, I can go buy an Xbox, you know, whether or not I find one at this. Yeah, good luck, you know, but yeah. You know, but you get what I'm saying. So with that being said, uh, what do we have? We have Demon Souls, which is a remaster. Yep. And I don't think that's exclusive to sony but if it is like i i still rest my case that's not going to be a, a driving title um which also oh, by the way i've heard really bad reviews there, oh no no that's that's definitely a selling title there's been so many people that have been like i'm getting a playstation because i want demon souls but not like, in the same way but not in the same way what i'm what i'm saying is no one like like five years from now no one's going to remember the playstation 5 for demon souls 
the same way that people recognize like when you say xbox the first thing that comes to my mind is halo and gears no i i don't i don't think five years from now that's going to happen for the playstation 5 where people are going to associate both of them like when you say microsoft i think halo you know what i mean i i, I don't think people are going hey did you hear about sony <gasps> demon souls like no I agree. I agree you see what i'm saying it's a, it's a different level of association yeah and i think that's because we're so far down in the 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 franchise right like right like, uh like we're on the fifth iteration of playstations right so right. like yeah if i say sony or if i say playstation your mind isn't going to go to demon souls right your mind well, is going to go to probably something like metal gear solid or um uh, you know, if, if you want to go the Bloodborne series or the Soulsborne series, you got Bloodborne. Right. Uh, so my my point is that that was like the biggest selling title, like you said, but it's still not the same draw because it's not because it's a remaster, technically yeah. new. Yeah. And then and then you have what you have a new another new Spider Man, but that's like we know all those games are good, but it's it's not going to be it's not going to be the one. It's not going to be the driving force. Um, and we, talk, we talked about it back back when we did our um shit i don't remember what episode it was but we we said you know xbox is moving away from um selling like they want to go to a subscription service we talked about game pass right, right. they want to go to subscription service they don't want to you know make money off of their video games anymore they want to get a subscription from you every month you know and so maybe that's why we're not seeing so many flagship titles coming out like games can come out whenever the fuck they want because we're going to be steering away and maybe that's maybe that's the new norm but I kind of miss the excitement of here's so the new I. fucking console and here's the new game, you know, like we Horizon talked, Zero Dawn. We talked in our GameStop episode about the excitement of launch nights. When was the last time you even heard about a fucking launch night? And, and me and Major just talked about that in another episode. It's like, this is the first, like, this is the first year that people aren't really, and I mean, COVID's a thing still. Sure, but. So people aren't really going out to the stores anymore, but th- we still could have that excitement. You know, like it just it this year was very weird. And I know it's 2020. This weird this year has been weird. Like we got a new generation, but it almost and I said it in Major's episode, it's almost a little rushed. And I would still love to see, you know, let's let's stop the Assassin's Creeds. Let's stop the gears. Let's stop the Halos. Let's get those devs on something new. Let's re like I said, we need a refreshment. We do. We need something new to spark. Like, yes, it's cool to say, oh, yeah, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is out, and it's a Viking. And the game looks gorgeous, by the way. Yeah, yeah, no, it looks great. It looks awesome. Gameplay looks solid. The graphics are beautiful. Game looks great. But why can't, like, let's do something else, you know? We could make a similar style game, like you said, you know? You say Destiny's a, a, a Halo clone. I disagree, but that's a different story for a different day. Uh... I mean, to be fair, Destiny 2 is a Destiny 1 clone, so fuck it. Look, I don't know if I've said it out loud yet or not, but you can you can put me on the record right now as saying I'm excited for Destiny 3 because I want to see what they do. I'm very, very curious. If they if they go back now that they're not, you know, under the grasp of evil Activision, you know, and they can do the way they want, which is the argument I get from fucking everyone. If if Destiny 3 comes out and it is new and it is fresh, I'm gonna be all over it and I'll be the first one to tell you that. But if Destiny 3 looks like fucking Destiny 1.5, then I'm not going to be interested. And and while this is a rant that happens in every episode, I bring it up now because the point is that's a third title that they they could be working on something else. 
They yeah. could be working on something else. We we don't we don't need another Destiny, just like we don't need another Halo. We don't need another Assassin's Creed. I want to see what's new. These people obviously have a fuck ton of talent and a fuck ton of creativity. We've seen it over the years, even within the same genres, or, or not even the same genres, but the same games. Especially in the world of DLC, I see no reason why we couldn't have... And, and, and I mean, maybe when Halo 3 came out, it was different, right? But we are now in the era of DLCs, right? If you want to sell me a new story arc or a new part of a story, instead of me, and, and I know, you know, devs want their money, whatever. Instead of selling me a whole new game, give me a DLC. You know, if I'm interested, I'll pick that DLC up. Like word of mouth travels so fast nowadays. There's going to be thousands of people, hundreds of thousands, tens of thousands, whatever, downloading this DLC for the new uh, Halo or Assassin's Creed or whatever. And they're going to say, dude, if you fucking loved Assassin's Creed, get this because the story is fucking awesome. And you don't have to make it very long to get your point across if it's done right. And these companies have the ability to do it right. I have no doubt in my mind. As much as I'll shit on Halo 4 and 5, 343 does a pretty good job on their games. Yeah, and I will say, to say that it doesn't have to be that long, not that I don't agree with you, but if you're going to charge me $40 for DLC, I better get more than a couple hours out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, agreed, for sure. But like, but would you be happy with a uh, a 10 or 15 hour story? Oh, easy. Oh, yeah, easy. Bucks? oh yeah. Oh, yeah. That's my point. That's my point, right? You get a 10 hour story. We charge 40 bucks for it. I'd be okay with that, you know? And I don't have to go out and buy a whole new game. And it's not the same thing. And you have a smaller dev team working on it while you work on a new IP. I said it before and I'll say it again. Um, we need refreshment. I think we need refreshment. Uh, let's let's cut the halos, the gears, the Assassin's Creeds, fuck even Splinter Cells, and, and I know we haven't mentioned this episode, but Fable, Fable died after three, but Fable three was absolute garbage, um, and it's finally getting a reboot, but it's been years later, and they have, and that's a, kind of a different story because Lionhead went under, but nobody pushed to go get that moving, you know, like it was, it's been years now, you know, we can take a break, it's okay, we can come back. And we'll have that, even if we take a break and come back to it in five years, we'll have that new excitement. You know Absence, what I mean? Absence makes the heart grow fonder. It's a saying for a reason. Like, don't know so, what you got till it's gone. You go five years without Fable. The five years later, they announce a new one. You go, God damn it. I really want to fucking play Fable. Well, you know what? And I will give, I will give, um, Bioware. I'll give Bioware full fucking credit. I've been dying for a Mass Effect remaster for years. We're in the era of remasters right now. I've been dying for a Mass Effect remaster. They're now doing the Commander Shepard trilogy. Um, and it's going to be a remaster of 1, 2, and 3. And there's hints, and we'll do an episode on it, when it, when it if it becomes true, but there's hints of a new um, Mass Effect coming out as well. And hopefully it doesn't go the way of the Andromeda. But Bioware did right, because they waited. They waited, and I almost like completely forgot about it. And all of a sudden, here it is in my face. And I'm like, holy fucking shit, I'm stoked. I'm so excited. They could have done, done what Resident Evil did and just put out a fucking, here's a remaster, here's a remaster, here's a remaster. And they were good. Don't get me wrong. 
but like I didn't yearn for them, you know. People right. didn't yearn for them like like I am with this Bioware with, with Bioware's Mass Effect. Right. See, and speaking of remasters and speaking of Demon's Souls, Blue Point did uh for anyone that doesn't know, the company is Blue Point did uh the Demon's Souls uh remaster and Shadow and, of the Colossus and correct, yep. Right? Yep, and so yeah. they were also responsible for Shadow of the Colossus. Uh, incredibly fucking gorgeous game, by the way. But uh, the rumor before Demon Souls came out, the rumor was that they were finally going to pull the trigger and be the ones to remake uh, Legend of the Dragoon. Mm. And for anyone that doesn't know what that is, that's a PlayStation 1 classic that came out about the same time as Final Fantasy 7 and has a super niche cult following but probably like the most loyal fucking video game following ever um me being one of them I'm obsessed that is my favorite RPG of all time and it needs a remake so bad um and there's like no reason not to do it because they would make copious amounts of money off that game even for people that have never heard of it before because in today's technology it would be fucking gorgeous but I I fucking tweeted at them the other day because I was like, hey, so like now that Demon Souls is done, if you need another project, like maybe <laughs> we, maybe we make this rumor a reality. Huh? Huh? Well, my whole thing is my whole thing is is like how many times I, I I I will be the first to say I love the fact that we're getting remasters of games, right? Remakes slash remasters, right? Yeah, I love the fact that we're getting these because. There are so many good games, especially you. Like, you're a JRPG fanboy, right? Yep. You'll tell me about games like Legend of the Dragoon. And and I'm sure you've told me about a million other ones, right? Oh, yeah, probably. But but I won't go back and play them because they're so dated, right? Like, I won't play, I still won't play the original Resident Evil games because they have those shitty tank controls, right? Yeah. But if they release them without the tank controls, I'll dive in. I'll play the fuck out of them. And I and I totally get you because I played Tales of Berseria and people were like, "Yo, Tales of Symphonia is the best one." I went back to play it and I couldn't. I couldn't do it. We're spoiled by good graphics. Truth well, be told, it's not even graphics to me. It's just gameplay. Like there's so many QOL features that we get nowadays, right? True, but I mean the the age in general. It, we are spoiled. Agreed and, for sure. I mean, um, I do like the fact that we're getting a lot of remasters. I will agree with you, especially when it kicks on the nostalgia. It's it's really really exciting remasters and remakes. Uh, however, I will say this for, for the same reason we are sitting here today. I don't want that to be the norm because think oh, about it. If we get nothing but remasters, we'll never see a new video game again. And it's, it's, it's a lazy cop out. They're going, no, ha, same. we already know this original sold. So the new one's going to sell, even if it sucks, who fucking cares? And then they sell. Like give me GameCube games that are remastered. Pikmin three just came out on the switch, right? Like Pikmin's a fantastic franchise if you haven't played it. I don't know why they didn't do one or two. They only went to three first. That confused the fuck out of me. But you get the point. These games have been sitting down for X a period of time. And I said props to Bioware for um for waiting and not pulling the trigger and half-assing it. And they're finally getting a remaster. And it's about fucking time. I went to play Mass Effect 1. Years ago on my Xbox One or Xbox something, and and I couldn't do it because the graphics were just so ugh, and the controls were terrible, you know. But we get these we get these remasters where QOLs come in and we're good. But I don't. You're right. I don't want them to 
make this the norm because I want new IPs out like Starfield from Bethesda. I have high hopes for that game. I hope that game is good. I haven't heard like anything about it yet. And I imagine I won't hear anything about it for another couple of years. But I have high hopes. You know what's kind of funny about that one to me? Total derail here, but just the thought is hysterical. You think about like, so Bethesda's a fucking meme because all of their maps are broken. And so you you get the shit with like the horse carriage in the ground and shit like that. And I can't help but wonder if maybe someone at Bethesda was like, hey guys, check it out. I got this thought. What if we put an IP in space so that nothing can get stuck in anything because it's just space? (laughs) Like everything will just float off into the abyss and it'll seem normal because space. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm of the opinion that Bethesda is just playing the meme. Like yeah. they know their games are buggy as fuck and they just keep them that way because people like we've seen Bethesda glitches that are fucking hysterical, right? Oh yeah. They and they just hysterical. leave them in there because, because it's funny. It's comedic. We make our own stuff out of it. And some of that, that stuff is organic, right? Well, if you, if you think about it, it's advertising, right? Cause if I, if I, so for example, I did a, a, I did a subathon for my birthday. It was the first subathon I actually ever did on my Twitch. Yeah. Uh, back in April. And I played Skyrim together with one of my best friends back home. It's a mod for Skyrim that actually makes it multiplayer. Yeah. And the mod is bugged to shit, which is funny because Bethesda games are already bugged to shit. And so we we got some pretty gnarly combinations. And um, I ran into a bug frequently that I like to call the bottle rocket because it is the most entertaining thing I've ever seen. So every once in a while, you run into an NPC. And if you attack them or interact with them, depending on what kind of NPC it is, they'll end up half bodied in the ground. You just see like their upper torso. And then if you interact with them again, they will launch out of the ground into the air like a bottle rocket. <laughs> um. And so the first couple times it happened, it was just that. But then after a couple other times, I would launch with them, but in like the opposite direction. So like, for instance, I got one dude stuck in a bridge and then I interacted with him and it shot me down through the bridge into the water underneath. (laughs) And then I did it again, like 10 minutes later. These are clips on my Twitch stream, by the way, if anyone, we, we announce our links at the end of the podcast. If you're curious, you can go to my channel and find them. But, um, there's there's one like 10 minutes later where i interact with the dude and it launches me to the top of a mountain like i don't know how many minutes away on the map i'm just I, i'm just one second i'm on the bridge and the next i'm up there yep but it, it's but these are organic moments right they're it, hysterical it, i mean i mean you had a mod right but uh, and i doubt this was in the base you know these were bugs in the base game i'm, I'm sure there are bugs in the mod, but but my point is my point is is the bugs that we find in these bethesda titles are are organic and 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 fun when we find them like right and so yes the game is broken as shit but it's funny so i would have no doubt in my mind that they're like yeah just like leave like leave a bunch of bugs in the game and people will stumble upon them and even from a non-marketing perspective right it's just it's cool to see what the player will do with your creation right yeah like where are they gonna push it to to get some obscure effects and with how big these titles are you know, you have millions of people playing these games. You're going to find some stuff that you didn't think about. Right. Yeah. And I think that's such a cool, genuine effect. Uh, and with a game like Starfield, you, you know, we have these big, we have Bethesda behind it. Right. And they're putting out a new IP. It's about fucking time too, because we've been knowing nothing but from Bethesda, but 
you know like yes they have other titles but when you say when i say bethesda your first thought is skyrim there's my point or elder scrolls right you know but most recently skyrim right it's either skyrim or fallout it's about time for something new and it's about time for something new from from 343 or 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 uh epic or ubisoft like let's to bring it full circle let's bring these things you can say from the creators of gears of war and that's going to draw enough hype with how big these franchises are right well and and you and even more to that point you almost don't even need to because everyone knows like it's like you just said someone says bethesda and the first thing that comes to mind or someone says uh you know epic well that's that that's, maybe well, not that, that's why that's i Fortnite, said from the but, creators of because um, now we have epic and we have ubisoft ubisoft is way bigger than assassin's creed epic is way bigger than gears now you have yeah. 343 that's the the outlier here but fair enough okay fair now i see i see what you're saying but but yeah. even still like they're bigger studios than those yeah um, yeah but I, I i i just think it would be i just think it would be a big thing if we just got some new fucking blood we need new blood we need those selling titles and i think it would have completely changed this this launch year if we had some these new consoles absolutely and i i just like i said i i want to see what they can do because i know they can do good and i i just wish they would stop using cop-outs to get around it yeah we're not like i'm sure these games are like i haven't played any of the new assassin's creeds so like i'm not going to sit here and say how shitty they are right from what I've seen of Valhalla, it looks great. These developers yeah, have do. talent. These developers have talent. They're making good things, and obviously people want them. But I feel like we could use this for something different, something new, something exciting. We're missing that wow factor again. It's, oh, yeah, it's another Assassin's Creed. Oh, yeah. You know, cool. But what if you guys put something else out? I would be way more excited. Same. And I'm sure a lot of other people would, too. From the creators of Assassin's Creed comes. Put your dick in a watermelon. (laughs) Next number one VR title. I don't know where that came from. It's five. I don't either. It's five thirty a.m. Just fucking whatever. Oh my god! I look at the end of the day. My final message is. Make something new. Stop giving me 30 fucking halos. However, don't stop making Final Fantasies. You're doing great. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Someone's biased. I mean, yes. <laughs> All right. I think we got our point across, though. I, I, I'm, I'm pretty much up on everything I wanted to say. Do you have any last, last minute words there? Final Fantasy is great. Go to 100. You have my support. <laughs> <laughs> you're such a douche the co-op couch.simplecast.com upper right hand corner we have both of our twitter links and both of our twitch links there um you guys can follow us on twitter add us let us know what you thought about the episode uh pop in the twitch channel let us you know talk to us there we we, we stream we have schedules um we're both variety streamers um we also have a facebook page up there click on that follow us we post there every time an episode goes live so you're always up to date on wednesdays Um, and until next time, we will see you in the next one.